0: Welcome to another Thursday night session on am face. I'm Cat, this is Buckets, and our dear lifelong friend, Leon. How
1: are you? Hello. If everything is, well, if everything is smooth, which unfortunately nothing is in New South Wales these days, mm. but if everything is, goes smoothly, uh, this might be the last time you'll see this because I ordered a, a new headset with microphone uh, yesterday and it should be. Uh, should be coming in tomorrow, so hopefully, awesome. everything goes smooth. And the next time you'll see me, I think you'll be thinking I was calling the sports or
0: something. <laughs> Glad to know you're keeping safe, my friend. Okay, so tonight's topic has been a long one that I've been thinking about. Um, so tonight's topic we are talking about wokeism. Now, before we get started on this topic and questions, I would like to ask people to subscribe to our uh, Cast Base uh, YouTube podcast page. Click the notification bell that gives you all the content and podcasts from all of us. Also, leave us some comments on what topic you would like to discuss, and we will do that for you. Also, again, these are just opinions stated. We're not here to offend or anger or upset anybody, they're just opinions. And we have a Facebook group and a Facebook page called Catspace and Twitter.com Catspace podcast. So let's get started. First question is When did you realize workism was happening?
2: Well, I mean, That's that's an interesting, because in in history, um, what something wasn't considering as in wokeism. uh, We've had, like, branches of wokeism throughout the 60s, if you really want to think about it. It's just that they didn't actually call it wokeism. It was just demonstrations. Um, But I think what's slightly different about now is that people are fighting for the sake of fighting and they're not really thinking about uh the consequences or even the morals they just want to go out and and fight even though they they're trying to back um a a moral um a, a moral subject if you will but it i think it's i i think there's not really a lot of thought that goes into it if they really think about it so sometimes it's a really um it's a topic for which um means a lot to people and uh it does need to need to be changed and then others literally makes no sense whatsoever what do you think
1: well i think my first experience of wokeism came when i couldn't buy Gollywog biscuits anymore
2: yeah that was because of the name right
1: (laughs) it was a biscuit. Hey, people were so 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 obsessed with this wokism crap. They never went after uh, they went they never went after um, Agnetha from ABBA. And I'll tell you why because back in 1975 she released a song called Gollywog. Go figure that one out. The mm-hmm. most popular band's one of the most popular bands in Australian history, ABBA. Uh, I think it was Agnatha or Frida, one of those two released a song called Gollywog back in the mid seventies and the woke community haven't gone after her, but they went after a biscuit.
2: Hmm. Well, one of the things I find really, really annoying about wokeism is maybe the lack of thought that goes into it. So um, I, I didn't like the fact that people started banning Dr. Seuss books. I thought that was a bit too far. And one of the other things that I really hated was the fact that you had groups that were springing up like Black Lives Matter um, that were saying, we're going to, um, you know, we're we're going on a protest to help um, the rights of um, black women and uh, black men, which is fine. I don't have an issue with that, but they had no problem with burning down um, a city. Or burning down uh, a police station, or burning yeah. down um, just um, the equivalent of um, a CBD areas um, in the United States um, for the purposes of basically uh, robbing them, right? And mm-hmm. then saying we're doing this for the for the freedom of um, our, our skin. And I thought.
1: Yeah, let's well, go. Still, sports shoes. That's really going to show them. That's like, really going to show Black Lives Matter, isn't it? That's just like, going to I, show a bloody stereotype. That's what it's going to show.
2: I, like, I, I think that if anything, if anything's actually going to destroy the Black Lives Matter movement, it's when you basically start using your movement to commit crimes, and that's a, that's a shame because, like, they're trying to break out of the stereotype of um, people. Um, Becoming, um, you know, from becoming criminals to becoming upstanding uh, members of society. Um, but they're committing crimes to...
1: Um, all, under, all, under the, all under the guise of wokeism.
2: Yes, and, and that's what I don't like about wokeism, which is they effectively are committing homegrown terrorism, um, but they are saying, oh, yeah, we're, we're, we're standing up for black
1: rights. And I just yeah. there's a better way to do it, to be honest. Let's do it, let's do it the way stereotypes have it, just to prove your point. And just the record that Gollywalk song was by Agnetha by in 1974. So there you go. Okay. So uh, next <laughs> question.
0: I was going to add something to that, if yeah. that's okay. Sure. Um, when it comes to wokeism. At first, I wasn't very well educated on what it is and what it stood for and what it was meant. But as time went on, doing all these research work and homework and watching videos and Facebook and Instagram and stuff, wokeism, I believe, first happened for me in a big shock was, I know I keep repeating myself, but I'm talking about, again, the Black Lives Matter movement. I'm talking about Harry and Meghan. I'm talking about, you know you know, go woke or go home, kind of like, you're going to be woke, you're going to join our movement. This is what you're going to start thinking like, this is how you're going to behave. We're here to change society. And again, I'm not here to make anyone upset or offended or angry, but there, as Bucket said, there is, you know, a better way to do a movement or to speak out. And it's sort of, it's hard when it's sort of like society looks at and goes, okay, there are now rules and all these millennials and all these people going me, 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 me. And, you know, woke is something I'm sorry to say, is kind of millennial for me. Um, but I just think it first happened when, you know, you started seeing, you know, I'm woke and I'm going to talk about this and I'm going to start that. And, you know, I'm going to protest this and I'm going to protest that. So that's, that's when I think it first happened for me. And hearing Megan and Harry, we all know Meghan Markle is very woke in a sense, and making Harry go woke with her, it's, I, th- I think it's it's sort of, it's become such a global episode, a global m- movement that people don't actually think what they're doing is, you know, what's that word I'm looking for? Um, it, it's is, a,
2: like the ends justifying the means. Yeah, there we go. Um, I I think the first time I experienced wokeism was way back when um, feminism began to to change. So there was third wave feminism that I um, really respect. Um, But then uh, feminism began to become a bit more hostile and uh, Marxist feminism became much more popular. And my biggest problem with Marxist feminism um, is that um, there's a good guy and there's a bad guy. And um, if uh, you don't, when it it came to uh, Marxist feminism, it was like the man was always to blame. It doesn't matter if he's born, he's to blame. He's always to blame. Um, And the problem with um, a a thought process like that is that that sort of thought process doesn't actually fix problems. It just creates a scapegoat um, and causes more problems and causes more violence. So if, to be honest, the first time that I experienced uh, wokeism was with femin- with, um, was with this Marxist feminism um, where, yeah, you, the, you're either on the, um, the good guy side or on the bad guy side, um, but you can't be both. Um, So I think when when you have an ideology that that chooses not to actually fix problems, um, I think that's very, very dangerous kind of thing. I would much prefer to have equal rights amongst women um, and solve problems and solve needs and lower the the rate of domestic violence amongst women um, than to um, just blame men for being men, to be perfectly honest
1: you know, i hate that i hate that idea that you know whatever happens you blame the men for it because you can't have a debate you can't have a, like a reasonable debate uh, about this because as soon as you start trying to bring up another point oh that's it you're sexist get out of here you know all that sort of crap it's always got to be the men's fault right however you know women are not blaming women the women are just blaming men they've already they've already nailed their um head to the mask or what whatever the, what's that word um They've already. Um, I can't. I can't think of the word, but it had something to do with the mask, anyway. But the point is, men can blame men, right? Men can't blame women because that's sexist. Women can blame men, but women can't blame women. Women can blame men, and that's not sexist.
2: See, I, I don't see personally.
1: I don't see how.
2: I, I think both sexes have the ability to be sexist towards each other. I, I believe that women. Um, or have the ability to become sexist towards men just as much as men are um, able to become sexist towards women and vice versa. Um, So I I don't believe that um, there's one sex um, that has bragging rights um, to be basically free from sin um, just because they're a particular sex. That's, to me, a hypocrisy.
1: Anyway.
0: Next question is, when did wokeism go too far in your opinion?
1: I've been waiting a long time for someone to ask that. When they went too far, obviously the Black Lives Matter thing, that's one time where they went too far. But the one time where they did go too far was when they went after the movie Gone with the Wind. Now, um, this was a movie back in nineteen what 30, uh, 1939, right? And the wokeism crew went after it and this is what happened right i can't remember who i can't remember who though who was streaming who what um streaming service it was on but they went after the streaming service so much that they had agreed to this uh wokeism and removed gone with the wind but the one thing that they didn't take into consideration this is where they don't think this is where these wokeism morons don't even think right by removing moving gone with the wind they removed the history of the first african american to win an academy award so they eliminate so they nearly eliminated the history of the first african american to win an academy award that was hattie mcdaniel who played mammy in uh, gone with the wind so congratulations Wokeism. you're idiots <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i i know how, how uh, amazingly
2: stupid is that i mean they they
1: tried to basically they didn't think they didn't think they just say oh hang on this is a movie about pure racism boom no. we'll eliminate it without even thinking that the fact that they could have potentially eliminated the first african-american to win an academy award yeah, it, it's absolutely insane. Absolutely insane. That's why I laugh at these clowns, because every time they go after something, they don't even think what they're going after. Hell, they went after moon pies, which is, uh, you know what that is? That is an ice cream. They went after a freaking ice cream because of, um, uh, was it a moon pie or an Eskimo pie? might have been an Eskimo pie. I'm not sure. I can't remember which one it was. I'm pretty sure it was an Eskimo pie. Yeah, things. but they went after that because they thought that was racist. It's just a freaking ice cream, you morons. Yeah. God, as far a- as I know, I, I don't know how uh, an
2: ice cream can actually be racist. Is it because it's vanilla? Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. I have to wear a black mask. Does that make me racist? Christ, I have to catch bloody public transport and I'm wearing a black mask. Does that make me a racist because I'm wearing something black on my face and I'm a white fella? Hey, no I like gay
2: as much as the next person. I mean, does that make, make me a racist if I like? Time, oh no, yeah, no they that's... went after gay
1: times, they went after gay times, you're right about that. And you know what? And I also went after Coco Pops as well because Coco Pops was apparently racist. So, what I do ever since then, when I get Coco Pops, I get the white Coco Pops just to stick it up them a little bit more. And the more they get pissed off, the more I do it, you know. You know, finally, find bloody take a trip, you know. You guys need to take a one way trip and take it directly into the sun because you are idiots. Oh, God, isn't like white um, cocoa pops just rice bubbles? Is that what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, basic basically it is, but it's a chocolate. But it's a chocolate. I mean, this time you can get chocolate. You can get white one. You can get white uh, chocolate. Oh, it's so good. Uh, white white cocoa pops is so good. You know what? Tomorrow I think I might go to these shops and see if I can get some more white one. Also, I might get some Twix, which is also white Twix as well, because I'm not a because I'm a hashtag racist apparently no matter what I get, that's white. Look at this whiteboard behind. You reckon this white wall behind me, does that make me a racist? Yes, I, might paint black tomorrow and, oh, yeah. I might paint it black tomorrow and still be called a racist. You never know. Be might, might get, get these headsets here, you know, these headsets. These are all black. Might yeah. get them painted white and be called yeah, a you racist. Feel like though. cultural appropriation man That's cultural practice. No, this this is just wokeism (laughs) going out of control because no matter what there is, I wouldn't be surprised if they go after colour TVs because the bloody screen when you turn it off is black. I wouldn't be surprised if they go after black and white next.
0: May I please interject? Um, Go for it.
1: I'm having too much fun doing this.
0: I think wokeism went too far for me when you're right and you you have such very strong points about this of both of you and it comes to cheese it comes to chocolate it comes oh. to you know easter eggs it comes to as you said um gone with the wind it comes to certain things it comes to board games it comes to this it comes e- lollies it comes to you know um oh yes wokeism went up
1: the redskins i used to like redskins yeah, now they could stick it up and They're called, I don't know what they're called, but I'm not going to buy them. I'm not going to buy the cheese anymore because it's called bloody cheer. I want coon cheese because it's just a freaking cheese.
0: And you know, it's not
1: racist, it's something you put on a sandwich,
0: exactly. And I think that's that for me goes too far when you know, when you look at a certain something or on a TV show, they watch something or in a movie, they watch something and they go on their computers as keyboard warriors and they start typing. Oh, you know, you shouldn't have this in the movies. You shouldn't have that on your TV show. And they make the producers rewrite the show, basing it on like, for example, The Simpsons have gone woke.
1: Oh, don't the remind me that they made it, The Simpsons go woke. They got rid of uh, Pooh. They got rid of. Uh, Hank Azaria. Hank is yeah, Hankers well, Hank area is still Hank. No, no, Hankers area is still on the Simpsons, but he just doesn't play the roles of the other characters anymore. Also, what had happened during the recent season is they recent seasons they got rid of Carl, the original voice of Carl. Mm. They also got rid of the original voice of Dr. Hibbert. That's right. Because yeah, I actually heard the most recent seasons. So I've heard the most recent episodes where that actually did the change of voice. It's not it's not quite like the actual voices. That's why I don't like them because I'm not buying it. Now, also, I can't remember which one. I think I might have been Dr. Hibbert, right? I can't remember the guy's name who does the voice of Dr. Hibbert now, but he is a black fella, right? He's a black fella, right? No, mm-hmm. not trying to make any racist points. I'm just telling you the facts. I, <laughs> I can't remember, can't remember which one I was, but he's a black fella. But the thing that gets me is these guys believe in wokeism. He's also the voice of the most recent uh, incarnation of the Flintstones. He's the most recent voice of Barney Rubble. That's who right. Who is white. That's right.
0: There you go. The, Stick
1: that I up your woke family guy. Futurama
0: family guy. Oh,
1: Actually, I no. would have thought that family guy would rather counsel themselves than submit to this bloody wokeism, but that didn't stop them. They, they're, starting to, they're starting to follow suit with this and crap. I'm surprised Matt Groening still continues with the Simpsons up that a crap took over their show. I would have told them to stick it up and I would have cancelled the show.
2: Actually, I I do remember when. Do you Black Panther came out?
1: That won a lot of
2: awards. And I, to be honest, I've seen that.
1: But for, for for discretion's purposes, right? I know where you. I think I know where you guys are going because I think you're talking about the blackface incident. I think, but no, no, um, no. I'm, I'm not exactly sure. But I haven't seen Black Panther. Okay, so I, I can't seen
0: it
2: right. I, I actually saw it at the movies. And I mean, I thought it was okay, but I didn't think it was great. But around about the time, I'm, there were all these um, people from America um, that were just like, yo, Wakanda. And I'm like, you know, Wakanda's not a real place, right? And uh, I was like, you know, I, 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 I didn't really like the, the movie. Um, and then, but they were going on about how it was an all um, Black. Um, cast and I said well actually that's not actually true that had white guys in it and it had it actually had two white guys in it and it had a lot of Asians in it and um, it also um, it did have a lot of black people in it but um, you know it it wasn't all all black and I actually said to them look if you want to know a really good um, uh, movie which has the vast majority of black people in it I, I say, "Coming to America." That was a great movie, mm. and these guys literally said to me, "Coming to America was shit." And I'm like, mm. "Are you kidding me? Are you, 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 you! Not only are you insulting a movie which was written by Eddie Murphy, the great Eddie Murphy, which was, but it was like a movie that uh, really um, changed the hopes and dreams of of black people." Um, and, and I get that they get that for for Black Panther as well but it was coming to America that first instilled the the hope that black people could become more than than just street hoodlums that are on the street and I I was like I'm completely offended by that that you could just insult coming to America and the other thing is like I said that was written by a black person Black Panther wasn't actually written by a black person at all it was written by a white guy so Uh, that's what shits me about that it's like You're you're praising this one movie that is crap that I personally didn't like at all. Um, And it's written by a white guy. And you're saying, yeah, like, finally, there's a movie out there that that is support black rights and whatever. And I said, no, you know, coming to America did it first and they did it years ago. Honestly,
1: what movies. A, Honestly, do you want to know another woke incident right there? I could give you one because I just while you were talking about that, it made me think of one at the top of my head. The uh, Jackson Jive. Do you remember, remember this on Hey Hey the Reunion? And yeah. what happened is I had they had a bunch of uh, white guys in blackface. They did the impersonation of my, my, one of Michael Jackson thing, but the problem oh, was yeah, yeah, yeah. at the time they had Harry Connick Jr. on the show, yeah. and he made a complaint about it, and he said, "You know, if this the way it's going, oh, there's going to be like, hey, hey, no show." And he, Daryl Summers, um, did apologize because uh, he so he thought, you know, if he'd realized that uh, Harry Connick Jr. was going to be offended by that, he wouldn't have allowed the thing, it wouldn't allowed that particular act on Red Faces, but uh-oh
2: what's happening we have technical difficulty yeah i think
1: well, it only took yeah. what's up what's the matter <laughs> we, we just had technical difficulty you froze for a moment yeah yeah so it only took five minutes after harry connick jr said that stupid line where we he where we went onto youtube and you know what we found we found an episode of mad tv where Harry Connick Jr. appeared on the show as a preacher in blackface. So there you go. So not only is Harry Connick Jr. a hypocrite, I call him hypocrite Connick Jr. And every time they want to be a concert with Harry Connick Jr., I want to go out there in blackface and see what he does.
2: The the thing is, though...
1: Smart asses. asses. If if you're going to be woke, you need to have a clean record. You need to have a clean background. And he doesn't. He got caught out. I I think what though you have to kind of
2: forgive at the time, even though that quite wasn't right, is that at that time in the eighties, when that gig was actually popular, when they won, was that was kind of socially acceptable at the time. And so when Daryl Summers brought that act back or when Hey Hey brought that act back in a moment- yeah, that,
1: that was at the reunion. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, society had changed. And so there were things that were no longer socially acceptable. And so that's why um, it was considered racist. So maybe Daryl Summers could have thought about um, not bringing them back, considering that um, society, society had, had changed. Which society had changed, but <clears throat> um, you know, um, I, look, there was. Um, I think they actually did talk to um, Joe Jackson about that, and um, Joe Jackson himself said, "Look." The Australians are just trying to be funny here we don't take offense to it um you know I I don't see this as an insult to my son at all um I'm I'm not offended it's okay
1: but but the thing that but the thing that got him caught out was the fact that Harry Connick Jr. went on a rant about it and then he was found out that he himself had played a preacher in blackface we've got this thing called the internet now we didn't have the internet back then but we had it now and we were able to find that clip and he's been a living and he's been a floating joke ever since harry connick jr a great crooner was found to be a hoax because no, I... he had it he had the, he wanted to play the moral high ground and complain about blackface when he himself played a preacher in blackface
2: and, and that's that's hypocrisy
1: it's hypocrisy. That's why I call him hypocrite Connick Jr.
0: Next question. Can workism be stopped?
1: Honestly, yeah, with a uh, shotgun.
0: Oh dear. I I,
2: I, honestly, I don't know how it can be because there's always going to be someone that's going to be complaining about something. Mm. And um, even if you uh, and I and Cat complain about how immoral um, you know, it is to, to do this and that and um, you know, how uh, immoral it is to commit crimes whilst you're trying to speak out a point, there are always going to be dickheads out there, excuse the language, um, that basically want to cause a scene, want to attract as much attention as, as they can, want to basically uh, kick into their, uh, their caveman instincts and want to start a fight just for the hell of anything and um, they want to be noticed for it. Because let's be honest here, these people are just doing it for moral reasons. They're doing it because they want attention, because attention is addictive. And also, do you know what else is addictive? Anger. Anger is really addictive. You feel powerful when you get angry. That's why people like getting angry. That's why work groups get started because of anger, okay? And people like the idea um, of smashing something up, smashing up a car, breaking down windows, burning buildings up because it makes them feel powerful and strong and whatever. Um, The only problem with it is there's consequences and there's always suffering. So I I think, honestly, because anger is so addictive and violence is also so addictive and um, using a... Um, a moral scapegoat to to say well we're showing um our awareness of of this by um smashing these walls down and and um yelling and screaming and whatever um that has a natural uh, attraction to it i don't think it will ever ever stop if anything i think it'll grow what do you reckon
1: i actually, i actually think otherwise i think it will stop because They'll go after one too many things, and people are gonna go stick it up you. There'll be enough people eventually to say stick it up you. You've had your fun, and they'll go back in your box, they'll go back under the rock you came from. That's probably racist, um, and and they will give up because some there's got to be somebody out there that's gonna be able to stand up. Somebody high powered, you know, somebody in a position of power who's gonna be able to say stick it up you. You're done. Go back in your box. Go back under your racist rock. I,
2: I, There's gonna know be somebody
1: I, out there that's gonna it's gonna do that.
2: I I honestly don't think it'll stop. And and the reason why I don't think it'll stop is because, um, fighting quote unquote the man, um, is popular. Um, when the little guy fights the big guy, okay, that's popular. Okay, that's addictive. Okay, that's supported. Um. You know, um, and it's always it's almost like a Robin Hood um, sort of theme thing, where we like even though Robin Hood is uh, effectively um, extortionist—that's basically going up to rich people and stealing from people—he's got this massive amount of charisma because he's said to steal from the rich and give back to the poor. That's effectively what these people are doing it, but they're, they're doing it in such a way that it's like we're just going to steal from the rich and give to ourselves and it's okay because they're the man. And um, we, we, we're fighting against the man. We're fighting against the system. If people like fighting against systems, um, you know what like I think, fighting against rule. Sorry.
1: you know what I think, right? As I think that the wokism is the uh, top dog is the, is the power at the moment and the little guys are the people that are standing up to the wokeism because eventually their cause will grow. Next thing you know, there'll be more people who'll want to tell these people, these wokeism people, to go jump. And eventually, that that uh, cause will be too strong for the wokeism, and they'll have to jump, just like the, the Dixie chicks. Uh, so just, just like the Dixie chicks should don't should jump when they change their name from the Dixie chicks to the chicks because they wanted to change their name as well because they believed that that was wokeism too. When no, because the actual fact is the Dixie chicks were named after a song by little feet called Dixie chicken. So every time I hear the Dixie chicks, I always play that freaking song by the, the um, by little feet called Dixie chicken, because it reminds me of the Dixie chicks because that's where that name came from. And also I also want to play something else by Lady Antebellum, but they changed their name from Lady Antebellum back to Lady A as well. So they joined that woke crap as well. And I just call them Lady A and then put Antebellum at the back because if they gave her rats, like like like, uh, like the uh, Dixie Chicks gave her rats, they would have changed their names when they first started. But no, they joined that fake woke crap. All well, right. Like,
2: I, look, I just think it just gives people a reason to fight and get angry and smash things up and go. That's
1: why I wanted to be a part of this. So I can fight the wokeism crap.
2: I, I, I just think, look, I understand that you that people have um, morals and they think they want to change stuff, but if they want to change things, they shouldn't change them through violence because that changes nothing. That's literally no different from um, a, uh, a terrorist organization for overthrowing a government. And I don't see the difference between um, um, that and homegrown terrorism. I don't see the difference between that and um, rebel fighters claiming to um, be freedom fighters when really their their aims are to take uh, the freedoms of other people away. I don't see the difference.
1: I think white people and people do call themselves freedom fighters, don't they? Uh, these days. But but what what um, what what annoys me about freedom
2: fighters is that they they again they call themselves freedom fighters but they they're having to take away um other people's rights it via violence okay Mm. um and they're taking other people's freedoms away um you know to suit their own purposes
1: bring back kingswood country sorry what about bring back bring back kingswood country why do you want to bring back Kingswood Country*? I mean, it's a funny show, but why do you want because, to? Because, because that is because that would never be socially acceptable these days.
2: Look, I liked um Al Bundy, right, and *Married with Children*, but that show—oh, that that would that, never. No no one's, these no one's days ever going to bring that show back. I want
1: that. I want I want them to be a streaming service where you can uh, tell, tell the workers and people to go jump, bring play all the episodes of *The Simpsons*, which had the. Uh, all those characters that you loved before Wokeism got to them, all those TV shows, all the cartoon shows before Wokeism got to them. Oh, mate, someone should launch a TV, someone should launch a streaming service, the uh, the non-Wokeism streaming service, mate. You get one subscriber right here. I'll sign up. I'll watch your Kingswood Country. I'll watch Blankety Blanks or whatever you want to call it. I'll watch just about everything because I don't like Wokeism. Anyway, next May question. I please
0: interject quickly before we change it? Uh, go to the next topic. Yep. On the subject.
1: Are you done with me ranting yet?
0: I <laughs> um, say can work isn't be be stopped. Listening to both of you, you, both have strong, valid points, and I'm in between you both on that idea. Where can it be stopped? No, because it'll just grow and grow and grow and grow. But can it be stopped? On the other hand, yes, because people get sick and tired of hearing woke this, woke that, fight this, fight that, grow this, grow that, me, 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 me. And the bigger the group, the lesser the people actually pay attention to what's going on and people start to go, oh, I've been hearing about this for too long, next. I think there's a difference Mm -hmm. between will it stop? No, but will it stop on the other hand of the fence? Yes, because as what I believe is people are going to get tired and they're going to get fed up and they're going to get bored and they're just not going to tune in anymore. They're not going to listen anymore. And it's, it's just going to be like, you know, how much more longer do I have to have this drummed in my head or how much And, longer how, can I and, how, and
1: what else could these guys possibly find that is racist? Because, you know, they're just digging through garbage to try and find the next racist thing.
2: Well, I, I thought the funniest thing that I ever heard was um, when um, a bunch of um, Black Lives Matter people uh, were protesting um, against, um, I think, a power plant because they thought the power plant was racist. Um, and it was like, well, well, hang on, why, why do you think a power plant is racist? And they said, well, because it kills black lives. And I said, yes, but it kills white lives as well. <laughs> like,
1: like, it's like. The part where I face palm now.
2: Yes, <laughs> this is the time where you face Thank palm.
1: You. Okay.
2: Because it, it, it's like, well, it, like the, the power plant doesn't specifically go, oh, there's a black guy, we better kill him, right? It, 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 it basically kills everyone. So I, um, I don't, I mean, yes, I'm sure it does kill black lives, but it also kills white lives as well. Um, so I, 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 I don't like it when people, I think people are just misusing the word racist, in fact, I think people are forgetting what racist actually means, um, and I think we're, we're in our society we're using racism um, for the wrong reasons, and that I think we we need to change. I think we there are actually black people that have no problem discriminating against white people, but still don't believe that they're racist. Mm. So I, I that's I mean, what I
1: was talking about earlier on with the women blaming blaming the women, however. And that's not, however, that's not sexist. However, if a woman blames a man, then that's uh, not sexist. But if it's the other way around, like a man blaming a woman, that's sexist. See. So
2: I I think we we really basically need to educate people what racism racism actually means, um, as opposed to just using it as an insult. For the sake of it being an insult, I mean, no, a look, tool. no one likes to be in, a racist. No one does. No one likes being uh, called a racist. No one likes being called a misogynist. No one likes being called a bigot. No one wants to fall into one of those character uh, um, um, categories. One of those categories or boxes or whatever. No, no one wants to be in one of those boxes because we all know it's bad. Okay, but I just think we're, if you're going to call someone a racist, just make sure you've got the evidence to back yourself up rather than just calling them a racist for the sake of it just being a nasty word. I I just think it's just the new age F word, just with more (laughs) words. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I like that. It's just just the new age F word. I like that.
0: Next uh, next question. Why do athletes take a knee in sports and what does it uh, do for them? What was that? Why do athletes take any in sports? I mean, what does it do for them? I mean, is it just
2: I think it's just to show respect uh towards um so I think you the the knee thing that you're talking about is is when the um a bunch of black people in black neighborhoods got got killed. Mm. I think you're talking about the George Floyd incident. Mm. Is that what you're talking about?
0: Well, I'm talking about in general, in every sport you you see like uh, gridiron, NFL, AFL, soccer, um, you see it um in Olympic sports. You see it in everyday sports. You see athletes taking a knee. I just, I've I've never understood why they took a knee or take a knee. But I've, I I want to be educated on that, and and that's why I want to ask why do they take a knee? Uh. Okay, so sports.
2: so what that thing was all about was when um the. Uh, six cops that decided to kill George Floyd.
1: The George Floyd incident.
2: Um, that was the police showing respect towards the community for killing um, a black person um, unlawfully. And so that was just a, a, a form of respect towards um, any black person that has died under the um, under police brutality. That's what that was. Now, I kind of respect that um so i'm i'm not gonna um uh taunt that in any way that's actually one part of wokeism that i actually do respect but that what they're doing there isn't violent in any way shape or form all they're actually doing is showing their respect and that's how you're supposed to protest by showing respect towards the people that um, have
1: lost their lives. And I think what they did is perfectly fine by me. I don't have an issue. All right. So um, I agree with you on what I agree with you that they're not, uh, they're not, uh, you know, um, violent. They will take a bit but they're not being violent about it. I'll take that. But I think uh, the problem is there again, the people, the sports uh, people, they're the ones also that have decided to join the woke brigade by supporting this guy and unfortunately people didn't see his track record george floyd's track record not that we're discounting that at all right what happened to him was wrong it should have never happened but it did happen and that's what caused that's what inflamed well that's what fanned the flames of the black lives matter that's what fanned those flames so to speak uh but the problem is now everyone wants to get aboard this on board this thing right uh, um, now, if they had done all this stuff in two thousand, right? Oh, uh, sorry, two thousand twenty, right? Then I would have respected that. They started, you know, taking knees just to support this Black Lives Matter throughout twenty twenty, right? After a while, that gets old, and people turn on the sports, uh, on the sporting, um, on the participants, the sport, uh, the people who are into, into their sports, right? It works. It starts going against them. It starts working against them. People don't support it anymore. People are just go, you know, it's, it's not enough, right? It happened last year. Get over it, right? And we saw that in the Olympics. We saw them go woke in the Olympics, and this was a year after this incident happened. I saw that in the hockey, and I think it was I, I can't. Remember. I, I only watched like I only watched it up to that point where they took an knee, and I changed the channel because I was sick to death of seeing this crap. Um, and then it happened in the cricket as well, the Australian West Indies just recently where, where Australia, uh, Australia got flogged in by the West Indies and every single one of their matches, they took a knee and every time they took a knee, they got whooped, they got flogged. So instead of learning how to take a knee, how about taking a bat and a ball and learning how to play cricket? Cause you're embarrassing yourselves. <clears throat> um, I would not be surprised it, it cause I saw it happen in the big bash, right? This incident, this thing with the Black Lives Matter isn't about Australia. This is about the incident that happened in America, and yet we were seeing it all over the we were seeing it all over the sports in Australia in 2020. I stopped watching. They had the Big Bash 2020 and the Big Bash 2020 where every single match they apparently took a knee, at least the teams took a knee. I didn't watch any of those matches, so I skipped the whole season. If they do it again, I just won't watch the T20 ever again because I'm sick of it. It's run its course. Get over it. It happened last year, it's done. Well, so if year. I start seeing it now, if I start seeing it now, people are gonna boo them. And that's what happened. I think that's what happened in one of the, I think it might've been a soccer match or a gridiron match or one of those matches where they took a knee and the crowd booed them. They were sick of this crap.
2: Well, the, the thing is, right. I mean, you might have a point there, but the thing is um, George Floyd in his death was basically treated like Martin Luther King. I. He's nowhere close to Martin Luther King in reality. Didn't live his life like Martin Luther King, but he's treated like Martin Luther King. And um, people are naming scholarships after him. And he got a state funeral, even though he never fought for any military service at all. Um, He got a 21-gun salute. Um, And you know, America did recognize that um, killing um, George Floyd. Um, in the way that he was was pretty bad, um, yeah. and that's why they they do do the knee. But um, you cannot tell me that um, George Floyd is anything like Martin Luther King. Martin Luther no, King, he's nothing like Martin Luther King. Uh, Martin Luther King did way more for um, African American rights than George Floyd did, and but um, I like I mean I I kind of worry that the reason why. Uh, if we if we keep taking a knee that we're going to be forgetting why we're taking a knee. And I I think that's that's a a bit of a worry as well. So you're right. I mean, this is an incident that happened in the United States. It didn't happen in um, Australia, although that's not to say that um, Aboriginal people um, haven't died as well under the hands of police officers. But, um, you know, what we don't want is a situation where it's like, oh, I'm not going to uh, take a knee and I'm just going to sing the national anthem instead. And then that person is considered a racist just by that. And I think that would Mm. be disastrous. Um, So I I think, yeah, I probably agree with you with the whole taking a knee thing um, a year later might be taken a bit too far. But, again... In, i i still believe that um that's if, if you're going to protest that's the way you protest because everyone knows why you're on ne- me and you're not killing anyone you're not hurting on anyone, anyone you're not burning anyone down and, and, that's, and, why and that's why that's why i
1: agree with you that, that's why i agree with you you know on that's on that because they're not protesting to be violent they're protesting to show support for the cause but you do it too many times, it runs its course. And then you do it, you know, one time too many in front of a live audience, that live audience turns on you and they're considered racist. Mm. And they're your own fans. What are you going to do?
0: Next question is, do you believe workism is destroying society? And if I don't, if you guys don't mind me interjecting, do I, be, do I believe workism is destroying society? Absolutely. Because workism is allowing it isn't allowing people to think for themselves of what they think is right and what they think is wrong. Again, I'm not here to offend or upset or anger anyone. This is just my opinion and what I think. I think it is the sort of society because it's now being drummed into our minds where every time we go somewhere or we buy something or we think of something, we think, oh, no, is it too racist or is it too woke or, you know, it, it's, it, it's just, why can't I think for myself what's right and wrong? Why can't I think for myself, mm. look this up and understand and be educated? Do I believe wokeism is destroying society? Absolutely.
2: I, I kind of ag- agree with you here because it, it, in, in the sense that uh, when you have like a kind of a mob society where it's like you either believe and think how we want you to think or you're the enemy, um, I think that's really dangerous. Um, I think that's really, really, really dangerous, especially in Australian society and American society as well, where um, every, everyone just takes things too too far. So if, if you are saying to a person, if you don't think the way that I do, um, if you don't act the way that I do, if you don't be the way that I am, you're not one of us, and then I'm going to come after you. That is effectively the definition of fascism that's how fascism got started and so I mean if if and unfortunately you've got people that don't even consider themselves fascists that are going down the fascist um, route and that's really really scary because you should be allowed to think your own thoughts you should be allowed to to act the way that you want Uh, Within reason, you do need to obey the law and everything, but like your your thoughts should be your own and you you shouldn't be bullied into thinking, um, uh, you know, someone else's belief, even though you hold independent thoughts. So that's, I just think that if you want to start, you know, fascism 2.0, keep going, keep doing what you're doing and keep um, threatening people with, um, if you don't think the way that I think, then there's something wrong with you that's
1: that's how I see it I agree I agree with you Kat Uh, I think well to be honest I think uh, wokeism is ruining societies like Buckets said it exactly right because we're entitled to our own opinion but we're not allowed in we're not allowed to be entitled to our own opinion because as soon as we have a differing opinion that makes us racist it makes us fascist it makes us all the names under the sun you could think of I don't I believe it is ruining society there needs to be a point where all right you've got your you can say whatever you want right you're free to but just don't force your own beliefs the me because I'm not believing because I'm not buying them
0: next question um are the messages of wokeism saying that this is the way the world should think do you want to this, okay, so I'll repeat that. Other message of workism saying this is the way that the world should think, not what we need to think for ourselves. This is what the world should think. Well, well I, 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 that's
2: what workism is um, right now, which is a bunch of people getting together and saying this is what we should think, this is what we should change. Uh, and if you don't um, believe in what, what, whatever we believe, um, we will come after you. That's basically what wokeism right is right now, um, and you can see it going out of control in in America, where they basically um, cut down statues and stuff like that, and try to remove their own history. Uh, and you're beginning to see that in our country as well. Um, but that's yeah, that's effectively what wokeism is. What do you
1: think, Brown? First of all, with the wokism when you're talking about tearing down the statues, I this is where I got myself into a problem with a former friend of mine. But um look, when they start when you start tearing down your own history, you're just eliminating your past. And it's like the, you don't change you can't change your history. What had happened happened. Like there were statues that, that were torn down, like you said. But I think the one that got me, um, what got me really riled and really mad about this whole wokeism crap and all this sort of change and this culture, ch- all this culture changing and all that sort of stuff. You remember the, I think it was one of the Abraham Lincoln. I think it might've been the Abraham Lincoln statue. One of them was torn down, but the thing is, right. When they tore down his statue, he got assassinated. He got assassinated because he was helping, Um, he was helping, you know, the African-Americans he was helping to set them free. Well, I actually, and they will- tore down his statue anyway. He was—he was a legit hero, and they—and they, and they tore—and they didn't care. They tore him down because they thought he was racist. No, he saved lives. Well, well the other thing
2: you've got to remember is that, like, if you actually go to Canberra um, and you go to the War Museum, um, you'll actually notice that there's a bunch of heads of animals that um, uh, the English um, conquered. Right. And one of the, the statues is a picture of an Aboriginal, or oh, not picture, a, a sculpture of an Aboriginal head, um, because um, they wanted to tell everyone that um, we, we conquered um, every single animal,
1: including... And this is um, in Canberra? This is in Canberra, yeah, including... Right. I have, to be um, honest, I've never been to Canberra, so I couldn't tell you.
2: Yeah, uh, so it was, it's was. it got every single animal that's in Australia. So it's got, um, you know, frogs and all, all the other things that they found, so all, the, all those native animals. And then it also has an Aboriginal head. And uh, what I, I think what the tour guide actually told um, us as a group was that um, although uh, today um, a lot of people would say tear down that one because it's not right to have... Um, an Aboriginal head as something that um, the British have conquered, um, it is kind of important to, to kind of still keep it there because it reminds us of how we treated the Indigenous Australians um, and how we can actually learn from that and not treat them like they're animals kind of thing. But if we kind of remove that, then we've effectively removed how terrible we've treated uh, Indigenous Australians, and it's almost like sweeping something under the carpet. So I, I think, um, um, re, you know, keeping something to remind us of the history of of what we did is just as important as um, changing the history so that we treat everyone like equals. That's how I see it.
1: Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, we, you can't just whitewash your history because obviously it, we did come from a violent culture, obviously with that. Um, but we can also better ourselves without having to resort to going woke. We could just get smarter and not be woke about it.
0: Hmm.
1: So I, 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 as much as
2: I don't believe that we should... Um, well, I don't, I, I don't think it's very nice to basically have an Indigenous head as something that the British has conquered. Um, it does still kind of reflect on how evil and vindictive and terrible the British actually were, which I don't think we should just delete from history. I think we should literally remind um, the world um, about what they actually did to the Indigenous people. And I think that provides some sort of validation, to be perfectly honest.
0: Now, the next question I want to ask, I think we've already gone through that a fair bit. Um, I'll ask it anyway, but just tell me if we've gone through a fair bit. My question was, why is wokeism being forced on us?
2: Um, I think it's just a trend, to be honest. It's, it's just something um, that um, people... I, I, to be honest, I, I think it, it's become part of social media and it's become popular and it's kind of, to kind of make up for, um, you know, it's, it, I think there's this great thirst to change the world and quickly and um, I think being a part of something has power um, and has drive. And I think maybe wokeism might be part of that drive. And I I think contributing to that might make people feel good. So I think that might be the reason why uh, wokeism is popping up and becoming really, really popular, because people want to be involved. People want to join a group. People want to be, well, not just educated, because I think it's got more to do with the fact that people want to be a part of something. And so whether that's a part of an army, or a part of, um, you know, fighting um, the power, so to speak, um, or, um, or or fighting a target that, that they can go, okay, I have all these problems, but I'm going to use this as my scapegoat for all my problems. Yeah. Um, or I want to get my anger and frustrations into this one thing, um, because that makes me feel powerful. I think I think that that's it's, it's just they're just honing in all their anger that they've had into this one thing as opposed to trying to fix themselves because it's easier to blame one thing than it is to um, look at look within yourself and go um, yeah this kind of behavior is um, you know not necessarily not necessary and is
1: unacceptable to be perfectly honest what do you think Leon? Um, yeah you're right uh, look this wokeism stuff is is a, like people believing in something, believing in something strong enough that they can actually change. But there'd be a lot of people that actually agree uh, with that cause, with the cause that you're trying to do, and that's what uh, and that's what makes it happen. But the problem is if there's too many people who believe in it against too many people that aren't, that's where you get the conflict, and unfortunately, that's where it ha- that's where the Uh, wokeism slash uh, racism slash anything else ism comes into effect is because they is the people's thoughts are so strong that they believe in a cause that you don't believe in and there's too many people that are agreeing with the cause and there's too many people disagreeing with the cause and that's what's causing that's what's causing the conflict like if you want to Want to be work, okay? That's fine. That's your own business, but you don't need to force it on other people. If they want to join your cause, they will join your cause. Just don't force it on them. And that's what's causing the problem. Is there's too many people trying to force the cause.
0: Next question. Why does workism, why do you think workism has such a cult following? Because um,
2: people want to be on the good side. People want to um, fight um, for the good fight. People want to be popular. You got to remember that wokeism, um, particularly among, amongst teenagers and also um, maybe first or second year uni students, um, you know, want to want to fight to to change the world. And I think um, that can be popular because if you if there's a woman that you're into, and she's into um you know protecting the environment or protecting the whales or trying to um you know protect uh, african-american rights and you're into that girl okay you're going to want to have as many things as as possible with that with that girl so you can perhaps potentially date her I mean that's just one example I also think that um if if there's a large group of people where you feel accepted um, and you can get invited to parties and things like that, or it, it, um, invited to um, things where you have things in common with other people, um, you feel popular and proud and validated. I, I, I think that kind of thing, or, or if you think you're a part of something, uh, it makes you feel important. I think the, the ability to feel important or special um, is really addictive. So I I think it's basically the need to feel not only accepted, but also feel valued. And I think these woke groups basically make you feel that. They make you feel that you're important and they make you feel valued and they make you feel accepted. And if you can fall into that crowd, um, then you'll always be backed up and supported because you have the same beliefs that they do. And, And that's just basic human nature. What do you reckon?
1: I think that's it uh, with the, with the cult following. That's it. is this people believe what you believe. And that's what, that's what makes the cult following people like your cause. That's the cult following as well. Uh, so that's the reason why that's there. The cult following is, there's a lot of people who agree with what you agree with and that's your cult following.
0: May I please interject? Yep. Um. I believe wokeism is such a cult following as you have said buckets and as you have you, as you have said leon is that you're both correct and valid strongly which is it's a cult following as you said because people want to believe in that cause people see that cause and relate to it and understand it and feel something within themselves to join that cause and to join that movement um and to understand it to be a part of it to feel like you're being you know, acknowledged and accepted again this podcast is not here to offend or upset anyone it's just educational because it's a cult form because everyone's following everyone's reading up on it everyone's watching videos everyone's going on instagram everyone's going on facebook everyone's going on twitter and you know workism for example Take the Free Britney movement, for example. That's workism.
2: Everyone get involved with
0: that. Everyone get involved. I'm involved with the Free Britney movement, for example. I always hashtag it. Look at the Free Britney movement. There are some who are so powerfully moved and so, you know, into it and believe it and eat, breathe, sleep, sleep, live the work movement. And it's just a way of, I don't know, what's the, Polite word, connection.
2: I think that's it Kat, you just, that's, that's the word, which is um, people are, feel a sense of connection with this bigger group. And I think it's like, um, I, I think that's, that's the one thing that everyone wants and that's connection. That's Whether that's a connection to your God or connection to your peers or connection to your family Everyone wants to feel connected. And uh, these woke movements are a way to feel connected. And that's why they're so popular. That's why they garnish so much attention. And it's also part of, starting to become part of popular culture as well. Everyone wants to be in the in crowd. Okay? So that's why I think they're popular as well.
1: I want to be a part of that out crowd. May not in is- crowd.
0: May I please interject, I only have one thing to say about this, is that take, take Australia for for a moment, if you mind, correct me if I'm wrong, take lockdown, wokeism, freedom march, we demand our freedom, we do not believe in COVID, we do not believe in the vaccination, blah, 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 blah. That, my friend, is wokeism at the scariest degree of wokeism. People are thinking that they're waking up against the Orwellian or totalitarian, if, uh, if you don't mind me saying, of wokeism. Is that, no, we are not going to stand for this. We do not believe in this. We are going to have the Freedom March. We are going to choose our rights. We don't want to vaccinate our kids. We don't want to do this. We don't want to do that. That, my friend, is...
1: Isn't that, the extre- isn't that the extreme left isn't that isn't that the extreme but that's, left that, that's
2: working true. There? Um, but i would also say suggest that they're all looking for the same thing they're all and but, they're part of
0: the same cause
2: but, but they're all looking for the same thing which is connection and they're all looking for for people that think just like them yeah and what better way to do that it than a protest so of course they're going to fight the system because they're looking for people that think just like them And if if you suddenly go into these, if you well if you suddenly look into these uh, lockdowns where um, Gladys and uh, the other uh, premiers of Australia have all said you're all in lockdown, you can't leave your house, whatever. Okay, and you have a curfew, Uh, and and you've got curfews and all of that. Um, When when you just want to see your friends to feel that connection, feel that validation, feel that power again, okay it's um it's 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 highly plausible why you would want to join that protest because you want to feel validated you want to feel like you're in control you want to feel like you're accepted you want to feel like you're connected and i think this is just an amalgamation of of all those feelings that people are just trying to have and so that's why they protest and they don't care that they have to pay a five thousand dollar fine They'll just, they just—they just want to. They do don't have the five thousand
1: dollars to. They not have the five thousand dollars to begin with, so they're going to exactly. say screw you, system. So what I'm saying
0: no. is, sorry, correct me if I'm wrong about this. This is the. This is why we talk about the dangers of workism. It's because when you have people who are doing part of the freedom marches, you not just see them on the streets and on the news. You see them on Facebook. They group up and group pages on Facebook. They start. Um, petition on change.org they reach out to their local government they they try as Bucket said fight the power fight the system this is why we talk about the dangers of workism because that's just what workism is because people who group up on Facebook and Instagram and protest on the streets and Twitter they want their peers to agree with them to have the same thought process mentality emotional thought process you know, the physical, the mental, the verbal, the connection. They want to have their peers and every person from different path or walk of life to have that togetherness with them, to have that fight the system, fight the justice. Mm-hmm. You know, this is what I want. This is what I'm going to get. Correct me if I'm wrong. Well,
2: I, I also kind of think that, um, you know, if you're continuously looking up things on the internet about... Uh, COVID and other things that um, annoy you okay you're actually I I made this um, analogy with um, a friend of ours is um, which was have you ever seen the movie Taxi Driver at all
1: I haven't seen it but I have heard of it
2: okay so in Taxi Driver um, you have Robert De Niro um, going to all these terrible seedy places where all these horrible people are found and you've got one guy that wants to kill his wife you've got another guy um that wants to go to a brothel you've got another um another guy um where where all these terrible things are happening and you've got um him basically wanting to go to um a uh sex cinema or whatever um but the thing is about taxi driver which you've basically got to get is that it's uh, Robert De Niro, which is deciding to go to those really dark alley places, and he's trying to basically connect with society as, as he sees it. And so because he's basically seeing um, all these negative things or all these really dark, dank things, effectively he gets changed into this um, you know, guy that shaves off his head, starts putting weapons on him, starts um, talking to himself in front of mirrors um, and then um, wants to fight the good fight and wants to kill a bunch of um, uh, pimps that that basically uh, are, are committing um, sex crimes by having illegal prostitution with minors, right? Um, and so that kind of changes his his psyche, but it's always Robert De Niro that's choosing to see those places. Similarly so, um, when you have um, woke groups and stuff like that, that look up um, the internet for proof that um, COVID is fake, um, the vaccines are gonna harm you, um, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. They're only choosing to see those articles, they're only choosing to see those YouTube clips, they're only choosing to see um, that evidence and they're not willing to look at the other piece of the evidence, because to those other people, that's all just fake news. So when you start building that um, those types of sites and that's all you're seeing, they're effectively hypnotizing themselves with information that only just prove their points to be correct. And that's where it's really, really dangerous because they're not looking at the other side. I think that you need to have a balance of ideas to basically work out what is truth and what is fiction. That's how I see
1: it. Well, I've got to see, so I've got to see Taxi Driver. The movie. I'm not one of those real movie buffs, so obviously I can't judge for that. But um, no, I haven't seen Taxi Driver.
2: I suggest you watch it. If anyone that's watching it, I suggest you do watch it and you you'll get what i mean and if you apply that to your own life it will scare you but um, it 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 does hold a lot of relevance today i think and that's why i think it's it's such a, an amazing movie and i
1: want to see i want to see my fam- i want to see family again i want to see my family again i want to see my friends again i want to see my aunt and uncles again but i know but i'm doing the right thing uh, by you know not getting involved in all this uh, and all these protests and nothing like that, because I want to see us get out of this. I want to see us get out of this in one piece, not 1 million pieces.
0: Exactly.
1: Um, so I want to see, like I said, I want to see my family again, but I'm not going to do the wrong thing in order to get that.
0: Exactly. Next question. Last three questions. When it comes to work, is, does the ends justify the means?
2: No, I don't think they do because for what I've seen, with the exception of the knee thing, um, I can't justify burning down a building to promote uh, Black freedom. If anything, that creates um, uh, um, a situation. Stereotypical. Yeah. It, well, that just encourages the stereotype. And it also um, doesn't reward um, Black people. It, if anything, it actually imprisons them, which is the very thing that they're fighting against. Um, I don't think I don't see violence in any way, shape, or form um, to help any protest at all. And if if and if they want to protest, they can, but they should be doing it in a peaceful manner, or in a more creative manner, like protesting on Facebook, which is a much better, smarter way to do things, which actually won't put them in danger.
1: Absolutely, you're absolutely right. Um... You're absolutely you're absolutely right uh, no the ends don't justify the means. Uh, granted, we know about the George Floyd situation right fine. We have to accept that but we don't have but I don't accept you know people using that as a tool to you know go off and get re- go off and do revenge attacks because that's not gonna that's not gonna get anyone anywhere like using that to use that as an excuse to break into buildings, set fire to buildings as you said, and steal things because that doesn't justify the means that just makes you a common criminal. That's right. That doesn't justify the means at all. No, I, I, Um, I if you're going to pro, if you're going to protest, fine, do it peacefully. Right. You're fine. Right. But don't break the law. And this is what these people are doing. They're breaking the law (laughs) and they're justifying they're justifying their beliefs in order to do that that's not that's not right that's that's just uh that's just being a criminal and using that as an excuse no if you're going to protest if you're going to protest do it peacefully like you said do it online that's also like do you remember last year i think people were putting boots out the front of their at the front of their houses in victoria that was a symbolizing to give daniel andrews the boot or whatever fine you can put your boots out the front of your house like that's 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 a that's a peaceful protest and it's also not hurting anyone and also you're not um trying to ransack the joint in order to get your way in tasmania i remember when they put out um
2: onions for tony abbott when he arrived in tasmania um as if really? they say you know bite bite one of these <laughs> um so i don't remember this uh, yeah, it, it happened a couple of years ago when he was the Prime Minister of Australia and everyone hated him. And so everyone in Tasmania put an onion on on their on their doorknob.
1: It was great. So well, there you go. The more you know. I I've got to i got to see that for myself because I don't ever, I don't recognize that. I don't remember you just that. Said, and I'm and I'm politics. into politics. I'm in the politics and I don't remember that one. Well he actually the
2: thing is Tony Abbott, he actually did bites into the onion to say. Yes, I'm gonna buy I think I remember
1: remember that, but I never knew why until just now.
0: Yeah, there you go. That was a Tasmanian
1: thing, so yeah. Right.
0: Last question is is workism just another trend?
2: Um, I would say yes, but I don't think that it's a trend that's entirely going to go away in five minutes. I I I don't think I think that it'll it'll rear its it's ugly head somewhere in our future, and I think it's going to come back in another form. Um, I don't think it'll be really easy to kill. As much as um, I, I'm not a fan of wokeism, I I don't think it'll be an easy subject or an easy form of protesting that you could just destroy because um, it's 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 a popular thing. I I. I uh, to call it, I guess to call it a trend is a bit yeah a bit uh, misconceiving. although technically that's exactly what it is. but um, yeah, I, I don't think you'll just be able to kill wokeism. I think it'll just get worse from here to be
1: honest. Um, I think to be honest, I think it's a trend and I think it I think it's turning into an ugly trend because people are misinterpreting what wokeism is and then just starting to sit their own agenda that's why it's becoming an ugly uh trend because if you're you believe what they believe in that particular way then it's fine but if you don't you're you're one of those wokeism people you're one of those people that don't believe you're the ones people that aren't woke they need to wake up right. uh, that's why it's turning into an ugly tre- it's turning into an ugly trend and it's only going to get uglier until somebody steps back and tells you tells them to well, you're already you're already doing this woke crap. Now it's time for you to wake up. I, I think because maybe what you're doing is wrong. I think maybe if, if you
2: get a leader that's perhaps similar to Martin Luther King, um, and gets people to realize, hey, um, we shouldn't be fighting like this. It's only going to cause us more problems. And I think if people kind of realize that and resonate with that, then maybe um it'll die out um but i think that for the meantime it's just going to get worse until people realize i'm tired of fighting this fight so yeah it's hard to say but i think we're going to see a lot of wokeism from here on in because that's people have got nothing better
1: to do yeah it's only going to get worse before it gets better
0: Well, thank you so much for joining us tonight. I think that's the end of our podcast. Once again, please subscribe to our podcast uh, YouTube channel. We do now have an audio version of this podcast, which I will be uploading to the Facebook uh, page and Twitter. Don't forget to add us on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash Podcast and friend us on Facebook. If there's a topic you'd like for us to fill, let us know in the comment section or reach out to any of us. And we will uh, talk about the topic for you and send you a shout out. Thank you so much to the new subscribers and to the viewers and uh, yeah, take care of each other and stay safe. And, you know, thank you for joining us on the segment tonight. We'll look forward to seeing you next week, Leon.
1: And hopefully this thing will be gone by tomorrow. Cause if I'm, if I'm right, then I should have my new headset to tomorrow. So hopefully this thing will be gone and this ugly little eyesore, which gets that little gray silver, a uh, silvery thing. When it hits the light, it looks so much brighter. Hopefully we can get rid of that next week. Hopefully we'll get rid of that tomorrow.
0: Awesome. Thank you very much for joining us. Good night. Bye. 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 Bye.